Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Seasons greetings and welcome once again to the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob Alley. I am JP Motor. And we're here to celebrate the greatest songs in modern music history. We're going to tell you what makes them great, why we think they're awesome, and why you should too. JP, how you doing today, man? I'm doing fantastic, Rob, except for the fact that you just beat me in a rousing game of blackjack. Yeah. We got the, I got these new cards here from the Bellagio that my buddy got me, so we broke out and... Broke him in and Rob destroyed me. I did. That joker. Dominated. That joker. Hey. hey. Yeah, so uh, if you want to know what song we're talking about today, that's a clue. That's a uh, hint. As if the episode title didn't really give it and away. The, yeah, yeah. Like, when you clicked on the button yeah. and you hit it. When you clicked on the internet. <laughs> when you opened the World Wide Web and we're everywhere. When you dialed up your fax machine right. and checked your messages from Lars Ulrich. <laughs> going back to, uh, was that season one? Was that season so. one? Lars Ulrich faxed us and said, good job. <laughs> he um, sure did. <laughs> anyway, we are talking, let, might as well get right into it. Jump There's in. No, we're hopping in today. Uh, we're talking about The Joker by the Steve Miller Band. So let, it's not just Joker, by the way. It's the, the Joker. The, not just a not Joker. Un Joker. No, no, no. It is. The some joker. joker, some joker, some crazy joker. Let's get into it. This is the Joker by the Steve Miller Band. Some people call me the space cowboy, yeah. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice, because I speak. Oh, the pompatists of love. Pompatists. People talk about me, baby. Say I'm doing you wrong, doing you wrong. Well, don't you worry, baby, don't worry. Cause I'm right here, right here, right here, right here at home. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Steve. I'm a <laughs> Thanks. I'm a grinner. Oh. I'm a lover. Really? And I'm a sinner. Wow. <laughs> Play my music in the sun. What else? I'm a joker. Same. <laughs> I'm a midnight joker. I sure don't want to I'm a picker. I'm a grinner. All right. We've established that. We, yes. <laughs> now you're just repeating yourself. All right. What if he was like, I sure do want to hurt someone. Like, right. I want to hurt everyone. That's, right. That's a different kind of joker. We'll talk, we'll right. talk about that kind That's of joker right. probably a little bit later. Um, from the 1973 album, The Joker, with a kind of a famous, uh, kind of a famous cover, semi-famous mm-hmm. cover, kind of a kabuki mask look almost. Um, anyway, from Steve Miller. We'll talk a little bit more about the cover later. Initial release uh, went number one in the United States and number two in Canada. It charted again in 1990 after being featured in a, featured in a Levi's commercial. Um, I'm not sure. I don't recall. Maybe, uh, maybe I was still a little too. I, young said, to I don't remember Steve. Levi's. I don't remember uh, Levi's. More of a Jinko. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> more right. of a Lee jeans. All my jeans are digital, so I don't remember that analog <laughs> stuff. Um, I just take pictures and then just impose them on me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I print them off. <laughs> Print off. I 3D print all that's, my jeans that's now. Good. <laughs> so uh, I just get all mine off of deviant art. Um, I don't know where, why I went Wrangler all of a sudden, and I was just thinking Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Yeah. And I had a buddy that used to always sing, Wrangler butts drive me nuts. You ever heard that song? 
It's a song? It's a song. No. Crazy about the jeans you're wearing. Wrangler butts drive me nuts. I hope you don't mind me staring. Oh, my word. He used to sing it all the time. Did he That's make right. it up? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> John Farmer, did you make up that song? Good tune. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Um, it went number one in the Netherlands, Ireland, New Zealand, and the UK. New Zealand loves them some great song podcasts. Yeah. Thank you guys Shouts for the support. New Zealand. Um, St. Paul and the Grenadines. That's right. Come on. Uh, it's, it's just. Uh, that's right. It's St. Paul and the Grenadines, right? St. something. St. something and the Grenadines. Peter, Pierre. Might Saint be Pierre. Pierre. Maybe. Maybe St. Pierre. Oh, I'm and the sorry. Grenadines. They used to listen to us and we botched and their country. We yeah. lost yeah. all of our viewership, Man. listenership. It's really too bad. Sorry, guys. Thanks um, for the support. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded so sincere. Um, the song is, of course, uh, the story of uh, Steve Miller fall- falling in love with a nice farmer gal. Uh, I, we know this because he keeps talking about how much he loves her peaches. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's just a lovely, wholesome, organic <laughs> relationship. gal. Yeah. Maybe they met on Farmers Only. That's right. Maybe we talked met. about that on the last episode yeah. of FarmersOnly.com. My buddy said that he thinks they have a weight limit on FarmersOnly.com, but it's like, um, <laughs> anyway. No, not, no, you not, can't just anyway not that. Not the other way. Like, you have to weigh a certain amount to be on FarmersOnly.com. Like <laughs> so they have, have be, a weight threshold. Thre- like, you have to be over 250 or something at least. To be Come on now. No, I'm, he's joking about that. But <laughs> he, I've never been on FarmersOnly.com. Those of y'all that are out there on FarmersOnly.com that love us, uh, we appreciate this. But we have just ruined Saint something in the Grenadines yep. and all our farmer ladies that listen to us. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Man. Bummer. Sorry to – sorry jokers we Sorry are. to Saint whoever in the Grenadines, <laughs> peach farmers, women. Sorry to all of you. <laughs> Listeners. People, aliens. <laughs> Humans. That's right. That's great. Man. All oh, right. Oh, goodness. Anyway. Whoever they found at Area 51, sorry to y'all. Grinners. Uh, grin- yes. Grinners, pickers, <laughs> sinners. All- we apologize just to everybody. Uh, Mickey Dolans. Oh, we haven't apologized to, to, to Mickey so Dolans in a while. It's been a minute. Sorry, <laughs> Mickey. Um, <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, the, first, the first thing that – okay, well, no. The first thing about the song is the groove is just beautiful, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's – um, you can't not just get with it. Bob your head. Yeah, yeah it's good. You got to bob the head. It gives you some – gives me a little shoulder motion. Oh, I, got, I get a little just – a, just a slight – Holy cow. Know, yeah, <laughs> kind of circling around. I don't know. Rumps did the worm. I did. <laughs> I did. Held my microphone the whole time. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, yeah, just that that bum bum, the the dun dun, the the dun dun. It's just perfect, right? And then it gives you the little tasty bum dun 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 dun. Just to draw you back in every four bars, you know. Um, just solid. Um, but uh, one Steve of the- Miller loves him some key of F. We talked why? about yes, that. Yes, why this song is in the key of F? Why is why a guitar it- player? Say yeah, that sounds like that sounds like fun. I don't own a capo. Yeah. Let's play an F, Ugh. and then let's do Jet Airliner and F, yeah. which I'll touch on that song later. And then let's do Take the Money and Run in F. F. Let's I, just why anyway. Like so, if you're not a guitar player, one of the most natural keys that you play in is E, uh, which is a half step from F. And uh, and and when you play an E, you get this beautiful open string sounding, right? You get the 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 lowest uh, the lowest string on a on a guitar is an E, 
the highest string is an E, and the next highest is a B, and you get all those strings sounding open. What if he tuned his guitar up? What if he tuned up a half step? I just I mean, thought of that. Yeah, he right, might have yeah. tuned up a half step. He might have just That's felt crazy. like it suited, his, it suited his voice better. I don't know. Because <laughs> you said he watched him do it. He doesn't own he a capo. He doesn't do it, yeah. do it with a capo. So yeah. like, I mean, he might now, but back in the 20s when he wrote this song, <laughs> like, there's no, yeah. It was So I don't understand. Like, F is one of the stupidest <laughs> We're sorry. Saying something in the Grenadines. The key of F. Key of <laughs> we F. just offended the no, key of F. I do not apologize to the key of F on guitar. You're awful, and I hate you. F and B flat on the guitar. You guys can just shove it. Um, go to go find a piano player somewhere. Right. You know? All right. Um, but uh, one of the things that jumped out at me that I didn't didn't fully realize until uh, getting into the research of this song was that this song is chock full. Of references mm-hmm. to other songs, yep, um, and I just other did, Steve Miller songs, other Steve Miller songs, and, and just other songs, oh, yeah, and just yep. other other songs. Um, and so I I didn't know, so that was kind of a fun little treasure hunt mm-hmm. to track down some of these other uh, you know other things. Um, the the literal the the first line, some people call me the space cowboy, uh, is a is a reference to one of uh, Steve Miller's own songs on Brave New World called Space Cowboy from, from 1969. 1969. Might as well take a listen. Take a gander. Um, he describes the Space Cowboy in an interview with Dan Rather as a, a champion of justice. I didn't know that. I thought it was just kind of a flippant whatever, but a Space Cowboy is somebody who stands up for other people, doesn't, doesn't like to see people bullied, and, and becomes the guy who steps in to protect the little man. So the Space Cowboy. This is Space Cowboy by Steve Miller. Kind of trippy blues. I told you about living in the US of A. Don't you know that I'm a gangster of love? Also a gangster of love. Let me tell you people that I found a new way. And I'm tired of all this talk about love. And the same old story with a new set of words about the good and the bad and the poor. So not only is that Space Cowboy, but you also heard in there references Gangster of Love. Uh, by the way, also, just as a side note from that song, if you ever wondered uh, who Smash Mouth's daddy was, um, it's that song, right? <laughs> this is, listen, this is Walking on, Walking the, sun on the Sun by sun. Smash Mouth, yeah. It ain't no joke, I'd like to buy the world a token, teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. So yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like there's a, a considerable amount of that in, uh, oh, yeah. in Space Cowboy, you know. And you, you're right, another, is that a Steve Miller reference? It ain't no joke, I'd like to buy the world a toke, you know, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's also a reference I think too, I, I'd like to buy the world a coke, right? That was a Could thing. Be. yeah. yeah. And teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. That mm-hmm. was a Coke, Coke jingle. Anyway, it's all intermingled here. You know, people start pa- pa- passing around the weaponized hallucinogens, and, and <laughs> things just go crazy. Um, but okay, so then also his second thing. So he's we've established he's a space cowboy. He's a space cowboy. Um, what else is he? Well, some people call him a gangster of love. Okay, isn't uh, that on Sailor the album Sailor from nineteen sixty eight? Nineteen seventy-eight. Oh no, let's see. Steve Miller version, yes, is in nineteen sixty-eight. Sailor. The original version, though, it uh, it harkens back to a song called "Gangster of Love" uh, by Johnny Guitar Watson okay. from nineteen fifty-seven. Oh wow! Uh, which Steve Miller covered in nineteen sixty-eight. Okay, and um, and then Johnny Guitar Watson turns around 
and re-records it in 1978, and it charted for him. It cool. didn't chart the first time, but uh, so let's listen a little bit. This is the original version um, by Johnny by Guitar Johnny Guitar Watson. Watson. This is uh, a good nickname. Love. Great nickname. Jesse James and Frank James and Billy Kidd and all the rest. Supposed to be some bad cats now out in the west. If Great lyrics on this song. Could have dug me and my and my gangster ways. They would have hung up their guns, child, and made it to the grave. Cause I'm a gangster of love. There's a lot of swag on this. Yes, yeah, I'm a gangster of love. Like for the 50s, so much swag. Now when I walk in a bar, girls from from near and far say I'm a gangster of love. Listen to the second verse. It's so good. I'm a white horse Cadillac right across the borderline. I rope 55 girls and kiss them all at the same time. <laughs> 25 or 30 and put them all on a freight. That was a million dollar reward for me in each and every state. The sheriff say, is your name Johnny Guitar Watson? You know, very deep voice. I said, yes, a brother chef. And that's your wife on the back. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> come on. So much swag, so right? Good. Johnny Guitar Watson, yes. Come on. Give me some more of that. Um, so the Steve Miller version came out in 1968. And this version also has one of my favorite things. And that is when somebody laughs on a studio recording and, okay. and leaves and it, kept in. it in. You know what I mean? Like when, when McCartney laughs on my favorite Beatles song, Maxwell, Maxwell Silver Hammer. Silver Hammer. Uh, I just love that, right? So here's a little bit of the uh, of the Steve Miller version. And uh, and I want to just play you kind of the moment where he laughs. It's that it's that line about the sheriff and your that's your wife on the back of my horse. Uh, let me play it for you. Hang on. I jumped in my Wattles Cadillac. I rode across the borderline. I rode 55 girls and kissed them all at the same time. 25 or 30 and put them all on a freight with a million dollar reward for me in each and every state. The show said it's your name, Stevie Guitar Miller, in a very deep voice, and I said, Yes, the brother sheriff, and that's your wife on the back of my voice. I can't help it. I'm a gangster. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I love it. I, love I it, can't tell you how much I really like the Johnny Guitar Watson version better. It's very Sorry, good. Sorry, I don't want to offend. I know we're on the yep. process of offending everyone. I'm yep. not going to offend Steve who's listening to this. Thanks for listening <laughs> to us, Steve, to hear how much we love you. But uh, I, I'm going to go original on that. Yeah. Or re I don't know what the yeah, 78. That, that, was the, that was the 57 version. Man, that's and good. The, the 78 version is good, too. It feels a little bit different, yep. but it just feels a little bit updated kind of <laughs> the same way. But, yeah, I like them both. I, I love it when guys – Laugh and keep uh, it. And, and girls uh, just laugh and keep it. Yeah, just – yeah, I love it. Uh, one day, I hope to have that happen to me in the studio. You know what I mean, and just be able to keep a scenario where I can keep. That's, Although most of the time, I'm recording like church music, so that becomes difficult, <laughs> right? As like a, you can't be like enter into the throne room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, uh, <laughs> that um, Joker. Oh man, uh, yeah. that Joker. So yeah, uh, so that's second reference, right? He's gangster of love. He's he's um, space, space cowboy. cowboy. Gangster, Gangster love. love, check. Okay, then uh, the third reference is Maurice, um, which is a reference to his own song. Uh, Enter Maurice. Recall the beginning, a journey from Eden from 1972. That's right, from 1972. Along with another made-up word. So there's, he says, some people call me Maurice. Uh, shouts out, by the way, to uh, my son, who's David Maurice Alley, oh, named after Steve Miller. Really? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> but he really is David Maurice Alley, uh, just not named after Steve Miller. Um, 
So uh, anyway, it's a good middle name. Big fan of the show. Big fan of the show. Thanks for um, listening. Thanks for listening, Dave. Um, co- host of his own podcast, by the way, the the D and D Gaming Podcast. So uh, shouts out to D and D Gaming Podcast from my fourteen uh, year old son. Anyway, uh, so, but he says, some people call me Maurice. Maurice, actually. Can you roll your R's? You do, yeah, you do the Spanish, so I figured I, you could. I do the Spanish. Yeah, you do the Spanish. Uh, how do you say pompatus of love in Spanish? Pompatus of love. <laughs> um, amor. Pompatus de amor. amor. Yes, yes pompatus de amor. Um, so he says, people call me uh, Maurice because I speak of the pompatus of love. And uh, what exactly is a pompatus? Well, this is kind of a hilarious history of made-up language in popular song. Um, I don't think I ever really noticed this word until I listened to the remastered version of the song, which is what we played. Um, a remastered version generally means that it is A, louder overall, and B, that you hear more of what was previously at a lower volume. Not just like the overall loudness is louder, but then also in a song that has a big dynamic range, mm-hmm. what was softer before gets brought up closer to the level okay. of the higher range. So, so it's you, not as dynamic, so you don't feel like you're dropping way off. Exactly. So some songs that have a huge dynamic range, their dynamic range gets squashed. And there's a whole there's a whole thing about some people love that and some people hate it. They want to say preserve the original dynamic range. We intended it that way. You know, blah 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 blah. Which is fun. This word, I don't think I've ever sang it. Like I've heard it a yeah, thousand exactly. times. I just kind of mumble yeah. something of a of the feminist of a- love. Exactly. Not a clue what right? the word is. So, so this it that word for some reason became clearer to me when I'm when I'm listening to it this time, and I was like, "What is pompatus? Mm-hmm. What is a what is that? Is that a word that I just don't know?" Yeah. So I start looking up. So this is this is what you get. Um, it traces back like this. Steve Miller uses the phrase, I speak in the pompatus of love, or of the pompatus of love, I think he actually says, in the Joker. But he originally used the same phrase in his 1972 song, Enter Maurice, along with another made-up word. He says, so I can whisper sweet words of epismatology in your <laughs> ear and speak to you in the pompatus of love. Uh, let's, let's take a listen to that here. So this is Enter Maurice by Steve Miller. You're going to hear the words epismatology and pompatus. Okay, I, first of all, I love that I definitely get some Ray Stevens vibes off that. You know what I mean? That sort of like feigned ignorance. Like it's kind of said with a grin, you know, uh-huh. speak with you to epismatology. Uh, yeah. Like it's just like he's, I'm, it's like I know this isn't real, right? Yeah. Um, so he de- he kind of does it, you know, with a grin. I love that. Uh, and um, so epismatology is maybe just a kind of a turned around version of epistemology, which is the theory of knowledge. Um, but it and Pompatus also refer back to another earlier song, this time a 1954 song called The Letter. No, not the good one. Uh, <laughs> the one by Vernon Green and the Medallions that just sucks all kind of tape. Um, <laughs> not the B.B. King. Uh, yeah, no, not not got me a ticket for an aeroplane. Yeah. Not that, not the good letter. It's <laughs> this one by Vernon Green and the Medallions. <laughs> Thank you. 
Listen to the <clears throat> harmonies on this song. Darling, oh, how I love you. Really do. First of all, Earth Angel? Anybody? Yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Okay. So we go through a couple verses of this. Then it gets we struggle through a few yeah. verses. Knowing that you ain't never read it. This is before they had bass singers to do this kind of but thing, like Boys to Men. Baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> I never meant to hurt you. Because I love you. Yes. Although he's so far away. And then somebody in the back goes, no. <laughs> that love alone can't sit. All right, so here in a second, he's going to come up with this and phrase. Hope and wish you well. Oh, my darling. Please, hear my plea. Please. <laughs> Each time that gets me. They're like, ah, there's three of us. We should probably just all sing the same note, right? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you chop off the O's right when I do too. I'm able to stop loving you. He was also like, "Oh crap, that melody was Earth Angel." Let me just talk the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> okay, I promise he's gonna say this in a second. And to kiss and love, and then have to fight. So weird. Oh my time. All right, here we go. It was worth it. Sweet words of his mortality and disgust. There it is. Love. Oh, okay. So, so here we get a slightly different version. We get sweet. Let me whisper sweet words of pismotality. I thought okay. it said tellality. Yeah, pismo, pismotality, and discuss the puppetoots of love. Oh, okay. okay. Well, um, so pismotality, pismotality is definitely just made up, right? But it's got a definition in Urban Dictionary, oh, as well, everything should. Uh, Urban Dictionary credits Vernon Green with its inception, and Wikipedia quotes him as saying. It's uh, defined as words so sweet that they can only be spoken by a lover. Pismotality. Oh, there you go. Okay? Pismotality. Uh, but definitely was made up by him for that uh-huh. song. Uh, as for puppetoots, uh, that is P-U-P-P-E-T-U-T-E-S, puppetoots. Urban Dictionary. Def- of origin. Yes. Urban Dictionary defines it as a cross between puppets and prostitutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Urban Dictionary defines it as, Okay. A woman of your fantasies who would do anything you wanted. That's Urban Urban Dictionary. But Vernon Green basically says the same thing. He said in an interview, it was meant to mean a secret paper doll fantasy figure who would be my everything and bear my children. What in the world? So if you weren't creeped out by his song, look up his interviews. <laughs> yeah, he wants to. He wants a, a, a paper doll to bear his bear children, his some, children. <laughs> somehow. Uh, anyway, so that's Puppetoots became Pompatus. And that's how pompatus of love. And so the word pompatus has become kind of a thing since this song, The Joker, became popular. That is, after all, what we're talking about, The Joker. <laughs> um, it, but it's been referenced and used in works by no less than like Stephen King. And in fact, the phrase, The Pompatus of Love, became the title of a movie in 1996 starring John Cryer, uh, part of the plot of which involved trying to figure out what pompatus meant. <laughs> that's awesome. So, um, but the, I, I had to go a step further because. I'm a bit of a, of a word dork, right? Okay. I'm a bit of a word dork. Um, 
And so I, I dug a little further until I was sure this would get nice and boring for the listener. Um, <laughs> Everything you like about our musicology, yeah. we're going to take it a step further with grammar Exactly, lessons. yes. Um, see, pompatus is actually what's called an occasionalism or a nonce word. N-O-N-C-E. I'd never heard that phrase. Uh, you threw it right back at me, though. Yeah. When you were, re- you were ready with this. A nonce word. Um, and a nonce word is defined as, get this, here's another word I didn't know, a lexeme created for a single occasion to solve an immediate problem of communication. Got also it, everybody? Also called an occasionalism. Also called an occasionalism. So a lexeme is basically the top-level form of a word. It's what gets put in the dictionary for a word that has different forms. So like run, runs, ran, running, all fall under the lexeme run, right? It's like the subspecies, you know what I mean? Uh, so, uh, so a nonce word, or a word that is used for the once, that's where it gets the name, nonce word, um, is a lexeme that's meant to convey something that there isn't a word for yet. So, um, so you find examples of it in, you know, in literature. It's something that, in context, you get it, right? You, it's, I, I get what you're saying, even though this word is brand new. You see it in like um, like A.A. A. Milne used to make up words in, in, in poems and, and stuff. And there's the uh, uh, Lewis Carroll, the Jabberwocky, um, the, the poem is full of them. Um, and even the, the creature itself called a jabberwock, you know, it's made up, but it, it conveys what you're trying to say. So puppetoots and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, pismotality and then epismotology and, and pompatus, all those nonce words, the Joker, man, the Joker, yeah. that's Steve Miller, but that's how far it's weird. Just how for such a song that for a song that is so light on the surface, it kind of runs deep. Well, and I'll tell, I'll tie that a step further with the words since we're uh, – I think as much as he's time and effort as he's spent in that, he should have at least made the ending words be different. It's the laziest rhyme in history. Let me talk to you about this. It's got you know the lovey-dovey-dovey all the time. I sure show you a good time. He rhymed time with time. Yeah. Same word. And love with love. Gangster of love and pompatus of love. Same word. Come up with a rhyme. Man. Uh, like let me let me just tell you, I have never noticed that. And I am the pickiest about that. Yeah, like when it, I'm writing my own stuff, you're like, it's I'm gotta like, be different. Yeah. And- it can't be even a you know, a form of the same word or whatever. <laughs> I'm so picky about that. I can't believe I've never noticed that before. Now I don't even know if I like this song anymore. <laughs> I don't know if I'm legally allowed. Let me bring you back in by my own standard. Let me bring you back in with the okay. band. Okay, I'll bring okay. you back in with let's, the band. Let's, let's meet, meet the band. Okay. Let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the band. Let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the band. All right, we're going to meet the band, uh, the Steve Miller Band, uh, fronted by Steve Miller on guitar and vocals. Go figure. 2016 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee. Um, Les Paul and Mary Ford were always around his house. Mm-hmm. Uh, T-Bone Walker taught him how to play guitar in his living room. Not bad. That's amazing. <laughs> he then taught his older brother, Bo- Buddy, how to play the bass and taught one of his fellow classmates a few chords uh, on the rhythm guitar so they could start a band. That's how you do it. That fellow classmate, do you look it up? No. Boz Skaggs. Oh, oh okay. Look at okay, that. I saw that they were connected. I did not realize that was Boz. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Steve Miller, tons of hits, which we mentioned a few of them, but Fly Like an Eagle, which I think Rob would have initially wanted as our Steve that's, Miller song. That's my favorite Steve Miller song. Abacadabra, Jet Air 
Airliner, which is yeah. JP's favorite yeah. Steve Miller song. Uh, Jungle of Love, which Rob didn't know. No. I can't, play a little Jungle of Love. Okay. I, I thought everybody God knows knew we this played song. everybody else that's by right, this point. That's right. Let's play some Jungle Love. Atari games, everyone. Yeah. Sega. <laughs> Wolfenstein 3D. <laughs> I'll say this, as a result of researching the song and getting to know Steve Miller a little more, I'm definitely going to be listening to more Steve Miller. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, that's that's new to me, but yeah. I really dig it. I, was, I, I, I was, like his stuff. Um, Take the Money and Runs, another one of my favorites. Yeah. He was only six credits away from a degree in literature when he dropped out to pursue blues music. Huh. Rob, you don't know anything about dropping out of college early, no. do you, to pursue anything? To pursue music? music? No, no, absolutely not. Rob is Steve Miller. I would not know anything about that. <laughs> Originally called the Steve Miller Blues Band, yeah. the capital made them shorten their name. So when you take blues out of the so- out of the artist names, it also shortens the lengths of your song because blues music mm. is long. So they're just capitals trying to put the kibosh on the old steve miller uh legacy but he did okay and trying to i'm offended by the fact that they think people won't listen to this because it has blues, blues in, in the like it's going to yeah. turn people off yeah anyway um gerald johnson on bass uh notable baseline here but some people think he kind of took it or stole it from soul sister Are we can talk about that a little yeah, bit let's listen him? this is uh by alan toussaint yep soul sister um all the, not all the, the train song soul sister correct this is not hey soul sister Space Cowboy. Yep. Exactly. You would think, oh, this is just the demo version of yeah, Joker. This is the rough like, mix of Joker. Yeah. The Joker. Hey you. Uh, hey you. Anyway, that's enough of it to, yeah. to hear the sampling. Yeah. Alan Toussaint. He really only played with, uh, back to Gerald Johnson, who we're talking about, really only played with Steve Miller a little while. He was on one Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young project called Run From Tears and then some stuff with Dave Mason, but that's about it. Um, spent most of his, his time with Steve Miller Band. Um, on organ, which is an important part of this song, Dick Thompson. Uh, I can't find anything other than this guy other than if you look up Dick Thompson when you're out there looking around, you're going to find some sheet music for Fly Like an Eagle that he donated along with uh, an organ to the Spring Valley United Methodist Church. So he gave no them kidding. his organ. Okay, That's pretty cool when you're an old rocker and you're not on the road anymore. Let's donate your organ, That's not your organs, not your heart, your <laughs> lungs. your organs. Everybody yeah. go out there and donate their organs to the to church. To the Methodist church. There's just some random kidneys laying around the old uh, <laughs> United Methodist Church in Dallas, Texas in 1999. Um, on drums, John King died in Kingsport in 2010. You're like, why are you talking Bummer. about where he died from? Because, for those of you all know where Kingsport is, it's not far from where we record. Uh, Tri-Cities, Tennessee. Um, is up near the uh, up near the border of of the Tennessee uh, Virginia line, um, and if you're ever up there, eat it, pals. <laughs> uh, eat it, pals. Go in and get you a hot dog, sweet tea, amazing. Okay, so, pals we'll is great. Um, I read a neat interview with this guy John King um, before he died, obviously, but that Steve Miller had the entire song written except like how to start it. Like, how do you start the song? And he's like, okay, John, kick it off. And that's huh. how they started it, and boom. Wow. So there's this recognizable dr- – I mean, you can play yeah. three seconds of it so you can hear. This is how the song starts, and John King wrote this on the spot. And that's uh, And if you hear it, you're knowing what song's coming in if you hear just a little bit of this drum intro. I'm having trouble with this, JP. Uh, why don't you entertain us with some uh, funny sounds? <laughs> some fart man noises. Do it. Do it right into the mic. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's wonderful. Doing that with my hands. I can also... Whoa! That's me remixing. I've known you for how long and didn't know you could do that? you never seen me do my remix with my hands. Holy cow. Dude, you just remixed the intro. the intro to the Joker. Okay, go back and play it. That was real time, people. Real time. Here's that drum fill. Now, the remastered version has an extra snare hit at the beginning. Really? Yes. The remastered version has... Dunka dunka boom. If you oh, go back, wow. if the version that we played at the at the beginning of the episode uh-huh. is is the remastered version. Wow. And uh didn't notice that before, but uh yeah, let's take a listen here to the remastered version. So it's same recording, just remastered version. Yeah, there it is. Some Interesting. Call me the space cow. Well I wonder if they where they took that snare from, who gets credit with that snare hit. I'm sure he does. I'm sure it was Would, probably present. They just didn't use it in the original mix. Okay, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, That's awesome. Anyway, uh, I read an interview uh, with him, by the way, after he died. <laughs> um, and it sucked. It was awful. It was terrible. <laughs> it, was, it was like pulling teeth to get anything out of that guy. Uh, so bad. Uh, and we just defended the John King family. <laughs> <laughs> the John King estate, we're sorry. It, was, it just keeps going. Um he did a little group, work with a group called Babylon and some stuff with Kid Dynamite, but other than that, also mainly with the Steve Miller Band. Um, I've got some stuff on. That's the Meet the Band section. Dun, 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 dun. There you go. Yeah, Hand that's fun. the new post Meet the Band jingle. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? We, that's for for you jingle lovers. Um, samples. Do you have anything on samples? Or I've cups? got um, not no, not really. I didn't get that deep into it. Let's talk about okay. it. Okay, samples. The most notable one that I know are here, if Shaggy Angel. Yes. That's, I mean, Correct. yeah. Yep. You know that one. That's So a sample of my two songs, right? And a lot of songs do this. They'll sample the the groove from what, something and then maybe the hook from something else. So that's the groove from Joker. Mm-hmm. The Joker. Excuse me. It's the it's like the opposite of Eagles, right? Like, yeah. no, this is supposed to have a the in front you gotta of it. You got to put the the in there. Yeah, you got to. Um, so it's got the groove from the Joker and the hook from Angel of the Morning, right? Just call me Angel of the Morning, mm-hmm. baby. So it's got... Um, yeah. Anyway, double double sample action. Double samples from Shaggy, Mr. Boombastic. There it is. Hey, Shaggy, hey, thanks for stopping man. by. I haven't seen we him haven't in a long seen him time. Bit. I know. Yeah. He used to come by all the time. Let's go see the <laughs> I got I to go. I got to go. That's what I want. There I go. See you, Shaggy. <laughs> Audio Shaggy. You want some weed? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ghetto Boys also uh, did a uh, sample of this in their really? song, Gangsta of Love. Don't play it. Okay. It's awful. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've heard it's about probably, the Ghetto Boys. It's the most crude song I think I've ever heard. <laughs> Like, if we wanted to play it, it would just be a basic edit. Just it would just bleeps. be like a bleep through the whole thing. Um, and actually, Steve Miller won a lawsuit against them as they didn't get permission to Whoops. use this. So we've talked about those in past episodes. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because he got sued uh, for this song because of the, the lyrics, lovey-dovey, lovey-dovey, lovey-dovey. Which is from, and, uh, yeah. And the line about peaches, uh, which is, uh, which is which was a reference to, hang on, um, well, the here. Clover song, not just yes, fifty four. Play yes. this. I mean, heck, we're not talking. Let's while we're talking about that stuff, go over and play the Clover song from yes. nineteen fifty four, Lovey Dovey. Yeah, this is like straight plagiarism yeah. at its finest. And Steve Miller's argument was basically, oh, I, I thought this was just a thing that people say, you know, Lovey mm-hmm. Dovey. You know, I thought that was mm-hmm. just a kind of a in the public domain yeah. phrase, but uh, but he lost. He lost some money over it. Mm-hmm. Well, you the cutest thing that I did ever see. I really love your peaches, gonna shake your. 
I mean, can't say you'd never heard the lyrics, Steve. Yeah. One one thing we know about Steve Miller is apparently a big fan of 50s doo-wop. Exactly. Right? I mean, big yeah. fan. Big, big fan. Big, Heavy big, influence. Huge, huge fan. Yeah. Um, Joey from the TV show Friends also has an imaginary friend named Maurice, Maurice yeah. who happens to be a space cowboy. <laughs> there you go. Solid. Um, Run DMC did a cover of Take the Money and Run, but we're not talking about that. Covers, um, group called Sure Thing, eh. Patrick Carroll, eh. Sorry, we're just out offending the world. Everclear has a version. Have no you heard kidding. their No, I have not. It's basically talk rock because it's Everclear. It's sure. But okay. until about minute one, and then it comes in with a, you know, your traditional, um, take on a cover. I'm, I'm not, not an Everclear fan. Uh-huh. I'm. They're just there. I'm, 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 no, I mean, I'm, I'm not, not a fan. Is what I'm saying. You're neutral? I'm double negative a fan. I'm kind of a fan Almost of Everclear. Like, okay, for Santa Monica, love till the day okay, I die. Yeah. Okay. And then the rest of their stuff, I'm not mad about. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They never really irritated me, is what I'm okay, saying. Okay. You don't hate Everclear. Yeah. They would never be on your rivals episode, like, ugh, I hate Everclear. Never. But you would never be like, oh, I love Everclear. Yeah. They're just right. kind of there. Yeah. I love Santa Monica. Uh-huh. Give me Santa Monica. And the rest of it, I'm like, Okay. I don't I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Okay. Play uh their cover. Yeah. Let's I'm hear their version hear of the Joker and y'all can see what you think on it. From the album Return to Santa Monica. That's when you know a band is really trying to go back and we're capitalize. The, we're these guys. Hey everybody. Remember Santa Monica? We wrote yeah. this one. And you use one of your old song titles so that when people search for it it brings up your new album. For some reason, people call me the Space Cowboy. Okay, I think I hate this one. Yeah, you can get to the cook. Jump up to about a minute. They don't even know me. They don't even know me, he said. They were wrong. I'm a picker. Ew. (laughs) That is disgusting. (laughs) That was disgusting. Well, there you go. Wow. Now he's mad at Everclear. Man. That's right. Dang, that was bad. Well, that's our cover section. <laughs> okay. Uh, Spin Magazine named this the number one pot song of all time really? in 2012. Well, Is this it? a pot song? I guess. I, I don't mean, think it's a pot song. Midnight Toker? It references, It references. yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a Midnight Toker. Okay. It's, it feels, I, I get what you're saying. Not, I would call it more of a cigarette song, like a bar scene playing pool cigarette yeah. song i mean i get it i'm gonna i'm not gonna deny that that's a, a reference to marijuana fine mm-hmm. but i don't call this a pot song you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like there are songs like i got five on it is a pot song <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah that's a pot song i get that <laughs> um but this i wouldn't classify it's a song that references pot anything but, by snoop dog yeah is a pot yeah, yeah. song gin and juice is that's kind of a pot song you know whatever yeah. uh but uh yeah, you know, rolling down the street, smoking endo. That's part of the hook. Laid back. I, mean, I guess this is part of the hook, too. I, maybe it is a pot song. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm a pot guy. I, I, I just don't know. <laughs> maybe I just... It, it doesn't seem pots. Maybe it doesn't seem like a pot song to me because I'm secretly a pot guy. Maybe. And I just haven't realized it yet. Um, let's talk just one second about the guitar solo. Okay. It's almost a non-guitar solo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's so simple. And we're not talking about the whistle. The no, 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 which is cool. That's funny. That's mm-hmm. that's just funny. Um, but it's like, it's basically that one note. Everything that comes after it is is, is, is icing. But that, that's it. Clean with a wah pedal and some delay. And that's, but it's so cool. You can play it. Uh, and it's listed as uh, one of the, it's number 16 on Guitar World's top wah solos of all time. No. But it's because it's, right. 
so simple and it's and it just I don't know, I just love it. You know what seems I mean? High, it seems high on the list. Sorry. I mean, maybe. But it's uh but it's tasteful, you know what I mean? Okay, it's like yeah. it's like we talked about uh, you know, the keyboard solos in Genesis and the sounds and stuff, they're not like there to like make you go. Whoa! Whoa. You know, it fits it's the like, song. It fits, yeah. And so maybe I think it really is a pot song. Crap! This really is a pot song. That's right. This is the He's predecessor to because I got high. I mean, I th- I just thought this whole time that Steve Miller was just really chill. You <laughs> He's know? just cranked but out of his man. Mind. Yeah, he's just blasted all the time. <laughs> Just it, he's probably got stock in Doritos, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, stuff, yeah, like okay, yeah. all right. I give up. I give up. This is a pot song. He's got a crystals lower tattoo on his lower back yeah. just from one night. Would he, like, <laughs> yes, these are the best. Oh, man. Things or White ever. Castle, depending White on Castle, where, depending where, where part of the country. Moving on. Um, okay, uh, a little bit about the album. I got. We got. A, we got. We we got much more to get to. Okay, this is about to turn into an XL episode. So <laughs> I'm just going to rapid fire a few things, and then we're and Roll then we're going to do a couple things. All right, uh, a little bit about a little bit a little bit a little bit about the album. Okay, um, it reached number two on the Billboard Top 100. It was the band's eighth studio album. It was number 83 on a list that, to my knowledge, we have never mentioned, uh, and that is Rolling Stone's Top 100 album covers list. Oh, like the covers, <clears throat> like the cover. I think we art. talked about. In season one, a long time ago, some of our favorites, because I remember talking about the Velvet Underground, Andy Warhol, okay. banana one. Okay, well, then maybe we have. Maybe we have. This is, I, I just wrote, uh, it's number three, number 83 on this list, okay? It sits between uh, number two, uh, number 82, sorry, Cream's Disraeli Gears, really busy, psychedelic, mm-hmm. um, and number 84, Pink Floyd's Adam Hart Mother, which, best I can tell, is just a picture of a cow. <laughs> I looked really hard for something more, but I think it's really just a cow in a field. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this album cover is slightly better than a picture of a cow. What's your favorite Pink Floyd cover? Um, uh, it's got to be Dark Side, really? I think. Really? I think I go Wish You Were Here with a guy on fire. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Shaking the hand. I, it's, Dark Side is it's so iconic to me. I, I think guess this may why. have been the episode we talked about the album. No. I could have. That who knows? Have been. Anyway, but the top, the top ten of that list are The Velvet Underground and Nico with mm. the Andy, War, Andy Warhol painting of a banana on the, the cover. The Clash. Is that one um, up there with the guy smashing the guitar? No, I don't think it is. Um, let's see. Number nine is Big Brother and the Holding Company's Cheap Thrills. Number eight, Grateful Dead, uh, Aoxomoxoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a palindrome, sure. and I don't really know how you're supposed to say it. Uh, number nine, Blind Faith. Uh, number six, Hotel California. Nine, you mean seven? Your math. Went number right. seven, yes. Oh, okay. So my computer program does this annoying thing where it Auto-print. senses that I'm trying to make a list, right? It knows numbers and a period, and I hit the enter key, and it makes the next number, but it won't count backwards. It only ah, goes up. Forward. So you so, went 989. Yes. So, uh, yes. Number seven, sorry, Blind Faith. Number six, Hotel California. Number five, the Rolling Stones' Exile on Main Street, which is kind of a picture collage. Uh, number four, the Rolling Stones' Sticky Fingers, which is really just a close-up of a guy's crotch and a pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, the White Album. Number, num- nope, number three, the White Album. Oh, my gosh, this has turned into a Monty Python sketch. <laughs> uh, number two, the Sex Pistols, Never Mind the Bollocks. Here's the Sex Pistols. That's just like words, but I think it's about iconography, you know. Um, and number one, you want to take a guess? Sergeant Peppers. Sergeant Peppers. Yeah. Sergeant Peppers, yeah. Um, um and that's that's kind of it. A little bit more on Steve Miller. He's pretty uncomplicated, drama-free history with mm-hmm. the band. Like there's not much, 
you know, digging to do on Steve Miller. Uh, long time performing, lots of guys in the band at one time or another, including, as we mentioned, Boz Skaggs and Journey bassist Ross Valerie. How about see that? that? In the, no, in the I Steve didn't Miller see band that. history, yeah. Oh, I missed that. Um, just for a kind of a brief moment in time. Probably but, uh, when, he, when they did Raised on Radio and he didn't have a gig because of Randy Jackson. Maybe so. Darn that guy. I think it was, I think it was earlier, earlier on than that. But anyway, yeah, uh, Ross Valerie in there. Um, how about that? So uh, Steve Hayworth Miller, uh, the chillest rock legend ever, although now we've just established. Probably just the most weeded out <laughs> rock legend ever, I guess. It just didn't make a big deal out of yeah. it. You know? He just went, I'm uh, Midnight Toker. That, that says everything I need to say. But like, otherwise, his whole life is pot. Like his house, <laughs> it just, it, like he's got, he's got marijuana wallpaper that's made of hemp and has pictures of weed on it. Yeah. And he's got all the like blacklight posters everywhere yeah. of like skulls and, uh. you know, whatever. Like he's just, his house is like a uh, Spencer's Gifts. Yeah. Like, like he just, <laughs> Only lamps he uses are lava lamps. Yeah, totally. It's he's just got fifteen lava lamps in <laughs> the room that he needs to be bright. Spencer's gifts, <laughs> man. Good reference. Thank you. Um, the last verse is a repeat of the second verse, and it gives me Anthony Kiedis vibes. Okay. I don't know why. What it is in particular about the third the third verse, um, but he uh, he gets into the. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but listen to it again. We're not gonna we got because we got stuff to do, but. Um, the third verse reminds me of Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, more so than the second verse for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's just the way he kind of talks out of time and isn't really hitting notes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. His lack of talent in the third verse. Yeah, I think that's kind of what it is. It makes me think of the Chili Peppers. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I got kind of one more thing on, on the Joker. Okay. okay? Uh, because you can't talk about the Joker without – Talking about the Joker, the Joker right? You, right? Like you can't be me and be talking about the Joker without talking about the DC Comics character, sure. iconic villain, uh, the Joker. Yeah. Okay. So I just got to know who's your favorite Joker. These are the ones that I could come up with. I know there are more in the animated world, but the, but the on screen Jokers. You got Caesar Romero uh-huh. from the sixties, uh, Jack, Jack Nicholson from the eighties, yep. Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, Jared Leto, and, from then, Suicide I, Squad and then I'm putting Mark Hamill. On this list. For the cartoons, he's, the vocals. Yeah, for the last, the voice. what, f- mm-hmm. 25, 30 years has been the voice of the Joker. Uh, I mean, I always, uh, when I think Joker, so you say the word Joker and you think of a face. Sure. The face I think of is Jack Nicholson. Okay. That's the one that I think of okay. when I think of the face. I think the best actor performance, sorry, Jack, you're great, but the Heath Ledger performance was... Pretty iconic. And it was and timely. Come on. Yeah. So that that gets my vote. But if you say, who's your Joker? I'm going Jack because that's the first thing I think of. I think I've talked to you about is the boo scene. Yeah. When he does that. So that's what I think of that painted face Joker okay. as Jack Nicholson. Okay. All How about right. you? What's funny is the face that I picture is actually comic. It's okay. Com- it's comic book. Okay. So I don't picture a person. And you picture so theref- a drawing. Yeah. And okay. so therefore, even though it's not the animated animated version of the Joker, I'm going Mark, Mark Hamill, Hamill. Because I think his That's awesome. vocal performance as the Joker is the most dangerous and the most the biggest swings of like manic to this guy's really scary yeah. of of any yeah. of them. So ba- based on those two things, I'm going Mark Hamill as okay. my favorite Joker. Well, then I'm going to take this a step further since we're talking about Batman villains. Okay. And we already know that if we're doing if I was going to put together a musical comparison of villains to musicians. So we know okay. Steve Miller is going to beat the Joker because okay. he's okay. already said, I'm the Joker. Hey, I'm the, jo- I'm I'm the not, Joker. Yeah. So I'm playing that role. So <laughs> I'll give you mine, and then you can think if you want to throw out, who would be your Riddler? And I'll give okay. you mine and why. I would go Eminem 
as the Riddler oh. because he's a lyrical genius. I was torn between him and Jason Mraz. Oh, so I man. went Eminem. And since I'm already a little gangster, I had to go Black Penguin. And I went CeeLo Green because he's the perfect genius penguin. Genius. I, I see CeeLo Green as a penguin anyway. <laughs> so that's my penguin. Catwoman was a little tough for me. I figure if you're doing modern culture, everybody's probably going to put Ariana Grande, something like that. Oh, wow. As the Halle Berry equivalent of that Catwoman type, yeah, okay. maybe. And she's kind of... Beyonce might get some votes. Yeah. Um, I'll probably go Alicia Keys. I think she would be so smooth as the Catwoman. Dang. So I'm That's bringing so it. so good. Wait, it's going better. I'm saving my two good ones. Wow. These are good. Two-Face, that gets a little tricky. So you have to go people with two personalities. Personal, okay. David Bowie. Bowie, Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. Kapowie. Oh, I like man. that. Okay. And, and then Mr. Freeze, got to save the worst for last. <laughs> so you got to go somebody that's big and awkward, horrible speaker, <laughs> lyrics suck. Okay? okay? Chad Kroger of Nickelback <laughs> is freaking Mr. Freeze. Oh so there is my musical Batman villains. Okay. <laughs> you okay. don't have to play if you don't okay. want, but there's my list. Okay, okay. And I didn't pr- give Rob time to prep for this, wow. so this is just... I, I maybe thought about I this just... for a few minutes last night when I was trying to sleep, and I was like, oh, I got up and I literally wrote down in pencil on the back of this page <laughs> in the middle of the night my uh, Batman villains <laughs> in pencil on the That's back awesome. of this. That's awesome. Because all okay. I could find was a pencil or my wife's eyeliner, so I went with pencil. I probably shouldn't even try to, try to, to, to compare, um, but let me just see if I can come up with You can throw out some. Okay. Um, so for the Riddler, I want somebody really smart, um, maybe a little arrogant, okay. somebody definitely smart. I want to say like maybe Alan Parsons. Okay. I know that's weird, but like, he seems like he could kind of be smart in an above it kind of yeah. way. Like I'm know? better than you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, which is a weird choice, but you know, kind of an unassuming anyway. Um, okay. I think we could probably get him. He's attainable. Yeah. We could afford him in our villains budget. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, man, Catwoman Ariana Grande is so good. Yeah, I don't even think I'm going to tamper with okay, that. Okay, keep that one. That's probably that's probably solid. CeeLo as CeeLo as a penguin is amazing. Um, I think, uh, man, who else? Okay, we got Two Face, somebody with multiple sort of personalities. I think I might go Kanye West. Okay, Two Face. Okay, um, he's about as fan favorite. Fans hate him. Yeah, so I get that. He's kind of. He's kind of out there. He could that's good. Very unpredictable. Feels like he might make decisions on the flip of a coin. A flip of a coin. Huge <laughs> major decisions. Should I go up on stage with Taylor Swift? Yeah. Heads. Definitely. Here I go. Here I go. Yeah. yeah. Uh so maybe maybe him as two face. Um and then for Mr. Freeze, um, man, who is somebody that's just <laughs> that everybody hates, that's big and awkward and can't speak. I, t- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't I'm not sure. Maybe I I'm tempted to go like the guy from Ramstein. You remember them from the '90s? They did Du Hast. It was like a German okay. black metal I sort think, of band. I think I know of du, them. Du Hast. Anyway, anyway, that was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, man, that was hilarious. Okay, well done. Well so done. one thing that I did give Rob a little prep on. I, yeah. You have some other things? No, that's it. I'm is I was listening to like I was listening to the Joker, and I was like, what would people call me? Like. You know, Steve gets called the space cowboy and the gangster of love. Yep. What would people call me? So I was like, Rob, 
Real quick, let's write a verse about what people would call you, and I'll do one about what people would call me. Yeah. Um, so give us like 12 seconds. We'll, we'll even, we can even keep it rolling here in a bit, uh, but we're going to grab guitars. Yeah. I'll, uh, I don't even know how we're going to play it. You, I'll probably play, um, this song's an F. Yeah. So, so I'll no probably, capos. Ca- I'm going to capo on one okay. and play an E or right. up three and play an D. Are you just okay. going to play open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Give us a second, guys. We'll be right back. Podcast. Hey guys, we're back. We're back here. We have grabbed guitars. Yeah. Um, Always so dangerous. We just had them laying around, and uh, and here we go. So we determined that I would play the cap- the capoed version in the key of E. Yeah. Because Rob will be doing all the cool riffs and stuff. I'll do. I'll do the riffies. We've kind of discussed quickly how the form will go, but not really. Yeah. Um, guess I'll. Do I need to get in it? Yeah, in this bit. mic. I'm far away here. That's good. But we'll just talk loud. There you go. Um. Yeah. So do you want to do the first verse? Your first verse? I can do the Let, first. You do the I'll first, do the first verse. Because I've got part of a chorus. Okay, perfect. So I misunderstood the rules, so I did part of a chorus. Go for it. Here we go. Some people call me the meet the band guy. Or the dude with the girly voice. Some people call me JD <laughs> or JP or TJ or PP. You just make your choice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Chorus. Because I'm a whatever. Oh, I didn't do a chorus. Okay. All right. All right. That's hilarious. I, I'm a picker. I'm a grinner. So that's how I'd have to stick with. You're okay. a midnight toker. I'm a midnight you know toker. You're a midnight that's, toker. That's right, man. He's not. JP's not a toker. I'm not. I'm squeaky right. clean, guys. All right. Here's mine. I'll, I'll give it a, a verse and a chorus. I'm not sure I can play the riffs and do this at the same time. That's cool. So I'll just I'll just chord it out. I'll Here do that. Y'all just don't don't listen to me. Just listen to the words. That's don't right. listen I to didn't me. come prepared to sing. I didn't come prepared to sing. That's what they say in church, you guys. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Some people call me Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> Some call me the worship nerd. Oh, yeah, that's good. Some people call me obese. Because <laughs> I eat an amount that's absurd. Because I'm a goober, kind of douchey. I'm an eater of all the sushi. Yes. Don't like being in the sun. I'm a cracker. I'm a slacker. <laughs> I'm a midnight snacker. Yes! Oh, dude, yes! But my podcast show is fun. Oh, man, that's so good. Do another chorus. Ooh. Yes! Oh, man, that was awesome. <laughs> he far surpassed everything I hoped he would get. Well done, Rob. Thank, Thank you, you guys for listening. That's awesome. That's so, we, so we are jokers. Hit dude. us up online yeah. at uh, <laughs> facebook.com slash groups slash great song pod. Uh, or just search the group Great Songs and the great people who oh, love them greatly. We want to know if you were, if this song was about you. What would you be? What would you be? Yeah. Uh, hit us up at Twitter. At Kevin great Foley, Pod. we're counting on you. We yes. know you've got some good Ke- ones yes, out exactly. there, Yes, exactly. Kevin Foley, you're going to be 
be our number You're gonna one. You're going to dominate. We're, we're counting on you. Uh, Joey, you better contribute, too. That's Joey, right. you'll bring some goodness. <laughs> we need to get Joey back on the we show. We do. We do. We've the, had some the requests. people have spoken. We got you, Joey. We Joey hear. needs to be Sometimes back. Joey has spoken and been like, put me back on the show. <laughs> but we hear you, buddy, loud and clear. We're yeah. coming for you. So let us know. Hit us up online. Find us Twitter and Instagram at Great Song Pod. And, uh, and, and let us know if this song was about you. What it would be about. What would the lyrics be? And the as we send him out, Rob, please send him out with that chorus again. That was so good. <laughs> okay, Just the right, chorus. Right. Y'all sing along, look, write, write down the words, and make. No, That's this right. is so good, man. Here, Here we go. go. Okay. One, two, three. Because I'm a goober, kind of douchey. I'm an eater of all the sushi. I don't like being in the sun. I'm a cracker. I'm a slacker, I'm a midnight snacker, but my podcast sure is fun. We'll see you next week on the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm JP. Go listen to some music.